0: Well greetings Northgate. This is Walt and Christine reaching out to you to say hello and good morning from lovely New Jersey here. Um, We are uh, really uh, just blessed to be a part of your lives and to have the relationship that the Lord has given us. I know it's been quite a while since we've been up there and of course with everything happening right now it looks like we may not be making it up to visit anytime soon but that really doesn't change much with regards to who we are in Jesus as the family of God. I was reminded of Ephesians chapter 2 uh, verse 19 that speaks to us about um, how as we become followers of Jesus Christ we become a dwelling place for the Spirit of God and how he knits us all together as one no matter where we are and our position in this world Uh, Verse 19 says, Now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having built up on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. And so though we can't be with you uh, in presence, uh, we are definitely with you in spirit. We love you guys. We do look forward to uh, getting to see you soon. Uh, Hopefully we're we're still praying for maybe an end of the summer trip to come and see you guys. A lot has gone on in our lives since we've seen you last, and we're looking forward to uh, just getting to update you and to spend some time with you guys and anything special you want to say
1: i just want to thank you guys always for your prayers for our family and especially for christian he's been the lord has just had his hand of protection on him during this whole uh covid19 scare and so we just really covet and appreciate your guys prayers and we pray for you guys as well always
0: and with that christian is doing really well all things considered he's now three years old Thanks to the Lord, he's still with us. And um, I know for many of you guys, you may not even know what that means, but we have a handicapped little child uh, that you guys have been praying for. Northgate's been praying for him uh, since he was in the womb. And so uh, we're just grateful for your prayers. We're grateful for your guys' love. Uh, We want you to know that we love you and we continue to pray for you guys. We pray for uh, Dan and Amy and the family and just, uh, everyone there that's uh, just serving in ministry and uh, just pouring their lives into you guys. So uh, we love you. We'll see you soon. Love
2: you guys. Bye. he's our rescuer. He's our rescuer. See?
3: Summers. Oh, hello there. I was just relaxing, enjoying the summer on its way. What a beautiful week. Cold drink. I love summer. Three months of summer just stop the rest of my life for summer. Oh, anyways, let's do some announcements. And I think I'll talk about that. It seems in summer, we want to enjoy the weather. we slow down on other things which isn't bad don't get me wrong i want to enjoy the outdoors but at church we don't just want to stop all the activities but we want to have alternatives for you to be able to participate in that you can grow in your relationship with the lord not only in winter fall and spring but summer too so as home groups end in the month of june we have some opportunities for other ways to be discipled and to grow in your faith. The first one is we're gonna be starting a weekly prayer meeting on Zoom Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Now we chose that time, so if you're a young parent, kids are in bed, you can join us. And just this time together is gonna be about praying and asking the Lord to move in our lives and our community. But if you have time in the summer, you can join us Wednesday nights 8 p.m. starting June 10th and we know that God will hear and answer us as we call out for each other. Not only that, we're going to be starting some discipleship groups that begin and work through the summer to the end of August into September. I'll be starting one for young men and some adult men, whoever wants to join, working through a curriculum called Abide. And Amy will do that with some ladies or anyone who wants to participate. Basically, there's some material you'll go through each day and then we'll talk about it once a week. But if you're interested, there's absolutely no pressure and you have a little extra time in the summer to do a little extra reading and praying. We'd love to have you join us. So if you're interested, you can contact me or Amy. And we'll get you involved we're excited already we've done one discipleship group that's halfway through and seen amazing growth in the people who are involved in it so as summer's coming we want you to relax we want you to enjoy the good weather but we want you to keep pursuing the lord just a quick few other notes as well we've given you challenges over the last month or two one being the little give giving gifts to one another as the lord brings to mind so we did a great job in that week, but I wanna encourage you, that shouldn't stop. If the Lord brings someone to your mind, please send them a note, uh, buy them something small, tell them that the Lord uh, put them on your heart and you wanted to encourage them. I encourage you to do that with evangelism as well, with your neighbors, just being a blessing to them in any way you can be. As well with the memory work, As Nasirat said last week, that's still available. But memory work doesn't do us any good if we just do it once and never do it again. So I, I would be encouraging you to be memorizing scripture each and every week. Maybe this week, if you're able, let's try this verse, 1 Corinthians, since we're studying that book, chapter 4, verse 5. Maybe you can memorize that with me this week, and I think that will be a blessing. We want to challenge you in that regard. The sweet treats for those who have finished it will be coming this week. will be dropping by your house. Now if you've done something, haven't sent it in, you have plenty of time and we'd love to bless you for your work. We have a few greetings now from some of our seniors or just to see their face and to be encouraged by them. And Amy's going to share her story of what God's been doing in her heart through this time, this season of COVID. We hope you enjoy it. Be blessed this week, and may the Lord just continually work in our lives and in our community. We'll see you later.
1: Hello, Northgate.
0: Hello, Northgate.
1: We're surviving, it's a beautiful weather, beautiful trees, and yeah, a bit different. But after two months, we're getting used to
2: it. (laughs) Hope you are
3: all doing well. Amen. I'm here with my precious sister Debbie, and we just want to send greetings to the Northgate body. I want to say hello.
2: Hello.
3: Hello. Hello. We love you. And uh, Debbie's a prayer warrior, and she's praying for you. And we're so thankful to move some couches at her house today (laughs) and uh, have a little fellowship. Uh, But we just wanted to say hey, hey. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) We'll see you later you
1: Here this morning. Uh, it's wonderful to see you, albeit virtually. Dan asked me to share uh this morning on uh something I call my COVID conviction. Um, my COVID conviction of struggling really um to have a thankful heart in this time, and uh yeah, it's been two and a half months almost yeah, since this began, and it's been a journey. So I hope you're blessed by this journey. Of mine this morning and that God speaks to you uh, through it. So uh, yeah, March 13th. Um, I remember probably it's a day that lives in infamy for all of us. You'll all remember where you were and when you heard the news that the World Health Organization had declared COVID-19 a pandemic and I was supply teaching at my kids' school and um yeah it was good I was busy um but I kept hearing little piece, bits and pieces of how this um, shutdown would affect uh, my life personally and the lives, uh, the lives of the kids in our school and so so forth and um so there was a sense of of fear but also of excitement something like this had never happened in our lifetimes before and there was all sorts of information coming at us that we had to um sort of sort through and ingest and And um, I spent the next couple of weeks, like many of you, probably trying to get working from home sorted out and um, kids sorted out and all of that stuff. Um, And so it was a busy time. Um, By the end of March, um, yeah, we as a family and many of you probably too were adjusting to the new normal. We were busy with kids at home um, doing online school, which was a big learning curve and um, still feeling hopeful that this was just a little blip on the screen, that things would get back to normal soon. And then, yeah, maybe the second or third week in April, um, I don't know about you, but I started thinking, this isn't going to end anytime soon, and not only was it still snowing and cold, but (laughs) I was starting to lose hope, and I was really struggling. Each day to wake up and to be thankful um, for this time and for the place that we are in and I know um yeah I'm sure many of you were struggling as well um, but today is a new day, and God has been uh, so good to carry uh, me through this journey um, so yeah, as many of you know I had uh I had homeschooled my kids and had them at home for a long period of time so it seems like it would be an e- easy thing to go right back <laughs> to having everybody at home again and um yeah it and it was in a sense but um there was a journey that God had to take me on as the youngest of my family um and maybe this isn't sure or yeah as the youngest in my family i uh am naturally a bit spoiled and and uh Dan and I are opposite in the fact that he is a natural optimist, and I am a natural pessimist, so my combination of pessimism and um yeah being a bit spoiled and getting more of what I wanted probably as a child uh is not a good combination to make a thankful heart but i I do believe that a thankful heart is a happy heart. And thanks be to God for uh, his word, because uh, abiding in it and reading it and memorizing it, there's over 100 verses um, with regards to thankfulness in, in the word of God in the Bible. Um, and one of my favorites is 1 Thessalonians 5:18, 18, um, 16, or excuse me, 16 to 18. It says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And uh, it really struck me, that last part, that this is God's will for me um, to rejoice, to pray, and to give thanks in all circumstances. And uh, these are some action points um, that God says we should practice in order for us to be in his will. And um, so, yeah, it's a, wonderful, it's a wonderful practice to daily uh, wake up and... And ask God uh, what what is it about today or what or even at the end of the day what is it about to the end of the day that I can thank you for today or in the morning uh, just asking him what is it about you God or what is it about where I am that I can give thanks to you for Um, and he will always show us something Um, and it is a daily discipline to come to him um, with thanksgiving in our heart. and uh, so, yeah, just like uh, a good father, he reminds us to be thankful. I remember when my kids were little and we'd be at a birthday party and they they were the birthday girl or boy, and they would get a gift and they'd unwrap the gift and they'd look at it for a second and then they'd throw it to the side and then they'd grab the next gift and unwrap that gift. and anyway, um, we would say, okay, stop, stop. You need to stop and say thank you and as parents uh, we know how many times we remind our children to say thank you um, for all sorts of things and it's good it's a good training tool that to remember to remind um, them as children to be thankful but how often I need to be reminded um, and thankfully God's Word does that for me reminds me to be thankful but I believe um, I believe that God puts those reminders in there so that we can practice them, but not just so that we can be thankful in our head because in this time I have in my head said, yeah, there's so much to be thankful for. I have food. I have water. I have a home. I have a family. I have health care. Like I am so well taken care of. What do I have to still feel miserable about? And um, yeah, I think that God's training us in thankfulness, and just like we train our children in thankfulness, is that it eventually moves to a heart response. And it doesn't need to be prompted by him anymore as a father, but it flows out of our heart. And um, yeah, I believe that's, that's part of the purpose of, of uh, his word reminding us. Um, Psalm 100 verses four to five, says, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart and into his courts with praise. Um, This psalmist had thanksgiving in their heart. It wasn't, uh, they were entering into probably the temple area um, with a great joy and thanksgiving in their heart. And I love these verses because I like pictures. And this is a picture of a door or a gate through which someone is entering into um, God's presence. And uh, I think that's a really cool picture for me. I feel like at times God says, just just open the door. (laughs) Open the door um, with thanksgiving and see what I will do. And and that's, uh, thanksgiving is a gate or a door through which we enter into God's presence where there is great, great joy. And the Old Testament temple had many gates and sometimes I wonder if the, each, each gate had a name and if these names there was the water gate and there was a sheep gate and there were other names and maybe these were things that God intended to remind them um, to be thankful for as they entered into the place of worship into the temple. Um, and the gate that we enter through uh, is Jesus. John ten nine says I am the door the gate if anyone enters by me he will be saved and he will go in and out and find pasture and then John 14 6 says no man comes to the Father but through me so in my mind's eye again I can picture a door or a gate that is Jesus through which I can enter into God's presence and he has made that way for us and Yeah, that's our biggest, uh, biggest thanks to God, is for making Jesus that door, that way, the door and the gate into the presence of God. Whereas before we were separated by our sin, we are no longer separated from our sin, or separated from God by our sin. Jesus has made a way. He is the way. He is the door. He is the gate. And, And for that, we are eternally thankful to God. So, why on April... 15th am I still feeling down (laughs) Um, I know how much God has done for me through sending Jesus and redeeming my life but why am I still struggling with ingratitude and discouragement and depressing thoughts um, throughout the day and just feeling stuck well God has taken uh, me on a journey uh, to reveal that deep deep down in my heart uh, there was still a root of um, unbelief where I was struggling to believe he is good, struggling to believe that he cares for me as a father and a friend, and struggling to really believe that I am free in him. Um, yeah, he has used his word immensely to really speak to my heart, and uh, and these are verses that when my kids were homeschooling and I know Northgate has done this memory challenge thing and it can seem seem maybe childish to some or I don't know but um, boy when you hide God's word in your heart He, the Holy Spirit is so faithful to bring it back and so as I was knocking on the door saying God why am I still struggling why is it so hard to get out of bed in the morning why do I feel no motivation in this time um, yeah why is all this happening? those verses started coming back and He was revealing the root of, of my, uh, my unbelief. And one of those verses that came back, He showed me that um, in, I think it's John 17, Jesus says to His disciples, I no longer call you slaves, for a slave does not know what his master is doing, but I call you friends. And um, that was something that God was showing me. Um is that I was struggling to believe that I was his friend, and much like the older son in the story of the prodigal son, I didn't see that all that I have, um all that he has, excuse me, as the father, is mine. He says that the prodigal sons has two or the <laughs> the prodigal father has two sons, he has one that took the inheritance left and squandered it, and he has one that stayed faithful and he worked hard. Um, and he um, stayed with his father and was good. Um, But he, um, at the same time, he didn't see that all that that the father had already given him his inheritance. If you read the story again, it says that at the beginning, the father divided his inheritance to both sons. One took it and squandered it and returned, and the other one um, really just didn't live in it didn't realize that he that all that that the father had given him his inheritance. And so yeah, I have my inheritance and I can freely use it was one thing that God was saying to me. He was reminding me that I am free to go in and out and to find pasture, just like that door, the picture of Jesus as the door. He is the door to salvation and he is the door to um He's the door to God's presence. I, yeah, I go in and out. Um, I think ideally He'd like us to live in God's presence all the time, but there's things that we struggle with, sin that we still struggle with that we're, it doesn't mean we're not saved, but we definitely don't, um, we don't experience the joy and the um, fullness of God's presence um, when we let our thoughts uh, get away with us or or sin to come between um, living in that fullness and so uh, I was just so thankful I may go out in my thoughts but I can go right back in through the door of Jesus and uh, he was showing me that uh, I am free to go in and out and find pasture pasture that feeds me that nourishes me and um, he was showing me that my freedom is not external um, yeah, COVID sort of took away many of my freedoms and your freedoms as well. And we were um, all stuck at home. And uh, yeah, it was it's been hard. And um, but he was showing me that true freedom is freedom of my heart. Um, A a heart that knows the love of God and lives in the light of his love in any and all circumstances is free. Uh, Maybe you are trapped in a trial or stuck in a circumstance that you desperately want to be free from. And uh, yeah, COVID might just be one of them. We all have uh, trials and difficulties and hardships and painful things that, uh, that are part of our lives. And uh, you're not feeling so thankful like me. Um, <laughs> it's hard to feel thankful in those times. Um, I just want to encourage you, don't look to anyone else or anywhere else but Jesus for your freedom. Um, he is our freedom. He will meet you in your trial and will give you that thankful heart. It's not something you have to work up. As you come and you go right back to that door, Jesus, and you knock and you say, I need I need you. I need to go back to you. I need, uh, I'm not feeling it right now. Um, he is so faithful. He will meet you in your trial and give you a thankful heart for who the sun sets free truly is free indeed. And so I just want to encourage you this morning. Yeah. Keep, keep knocking on, on that door of Jesus. Um, don't, give up hope because He truly did come to set us free. Um, He really did come to that we could have life and life abundantly uh, regardless of our circumstance. Um, He is able to do the impossible in your circumstance and to fill you with that the deepest desire of your heart the deepest deepest desire the thing that you long for the most is filled in jesus christ and so um i just want to encourage you in that and uh to uh yeah to show you that yeah we're all human (laughs) we all uh we all struggle and uh this has been an extraordinary time in history But truly, God is using it for good in the lives of his bride, and he's preparing us as his bride um, for his coming. So I pray that we would keep our lamps full of oil, that we would keep our eyes lifted up on him, and that we would uh, truly, yeah, just bless Jesus in this time. So I'll pray, and then I'll let you go. Jesus, thank you. Thank you, thank you, that you are the way, the truth, and the life. You have made a way for us to enter into God's presence. You are that door. You are that gate, Lord. And as we, by faith, knock and open that door, Lord, and just thinking of revelation, Lord, you said yourself, you stand at the door and knock. If anyone hear your voice and open the door, um, you will come to them and you will dine with them and you will sup with them and you will pour out your blessing upon them Lord. So give us the faith to keep going through that door of thanksgiving, the door of Jesus. Lord give us the faith to um, keep pressing in and, um, and asking you Lord those hard questions Lord. What is it in this circumstance Lord that you can show me to be thankful for and Lord you are so faithful when we ask you answer. And I thank you that you love us, that you've called us friends, that we know what you're doing, Lord. A friend knows what a friend is doing, um, and we don't need to be afraid, Lord. We don't need to be afraid. You are with us. You are closer than a brother, and we thank you, we praise you, we worship you, and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.